Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Okay, I am so glad to have Lisa Dorr with me today. Everyone, I am delighted. I have Lisa Dorr, and we are face-to-face instead of in completely different states. So, Lisa, welcome to The Real Deal. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. I'm really so excited to have you here with me in my home. It is so good. So amazing. Hey, I always start The Real Deal with a few questions just to get people used to your voice and mine. Okay. Um, There's no right or wrong answers. Okay. Just answer these the way you would, as quick as, you don't have to elaborate. Okay. You can. Okay. But okay. Out of these, you're, it's an either or. Okay. Would you say you're an introvert or extrovert? Oh, I'm yeah, that one in the middle, that ambi one, the okay, one, a little me. bit of both, because I am very, very much a people person, but, and I love to be out, you know, in the crowd and all like that, but I recharge alone. Yep. So, so I think that's different, isn't it? When you reach, you know, when you get yeah. charged, you're typically, you know, if you get charged being with people like you do, mm-hmm. Rachel, mm-hmm. I know you are an extrovert, right? Because yep. you get charged being with people, but I charge being alone, but right. I love to be with yeah. people. So, I'm kind of a little bit more like that now too. Oh, like really? I, yeah, yeah. I need some downtime. I do. But yeah. I, okay. Yeah, okay. So coffee, tea. Oh, coffee. I don't even like tea. <laughs> Dog, cat, either, neither. Cat, 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 totally cat, and okay. plural cats. cats. Yeah. And we might have to go back to that one because I am at the home of Dr. Doolin. <laughs> well, that's true. What all is here? There's deer and rabbits and hummingbirds and all kinds of other birds. Right. And what else? Raccoons. Raccoons. Kitty yeah. cats. Kitty cats. No dogs. Yeah, no the dog neighbors cats. have dogs. That's but, true. Yeah. Okay. Would you say you're a morning bird or night owl? Morning for sure. Books or movies? Books. Okay. Silence or music? Silence. Would you say you're leaned in, laid back? Laid back. What's leaned in though? Like a little more aggressive, maybe. Oh a yeah, more no. Like get, laid go back. After oh no, laid back. Yeah, no, anything goes. <laughs> Shower or bath? Um, is this supposed to be something I enjoy? Because I, <laughs> I enjoy a bath, but I think for lack of time, I mostly always take a shower, and I love a shower, so. Yeah, that yeah. didn't really answer that. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Driver or passenger? Um, that depends who's driving. <laughs> <laughs> so probably, probably passenger overall. <laughs> but there are sometimes I'd rather drive. <laughs> do you, Do you have a driver story for us, or a oh, terrifying story, or I, something? Oh my goodness! Oh. Well, so this person will probably never listen to this podcast, well, and I name, won't <laughs> say the name anyway, but oh my goodness. I, yeah, I drove with somebody more than once um, because I had to, and I really, I sat in the back seat and just said, well, you know what, Jesus, if I see you face to face today, uh, here I come, because he was the worst driver ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wearing seatbelt, holding seatbelt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, like right up on the tail, you know, in the in the trunk, you know, and then <laughs> passing and weaving through and I I did. I thought I could be super, super nervous or I could just surrender and I just surrendered. Yes. <laughs> you know what, God, my days are ordained by you. And if today's the day and this is the way, well then, hello, here I come. Honestly, it was, it was terrifying. (laughs) We laugh now. We laugh now. I was not, 
No, no, I did not enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so let me ask you this. You okay. know that this is called the real deal. Yes. And I'm just all for people being authentic, mm-hmm. on, honestly being unashamedly who they are. Yeah. Like the Love real Love that deal. about And you, you know Rachel. that my father, Richard, calls it, no phony baloney, be the genuine article, the real deal. And he would Love always it. say, be the real deal. So that's kind of how Aww. this podcast got its That's name. so sweet. Yeah. So is there somebody that you would say is the real deal? Who has that been in your life? Oh my goodness. Absolutely you, for oh. one thing. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Um, and then Tabitha Deller. Mm. Yeah. And I know you had her on the show yeah. and you guys pretty much talked about me, me. the whole time. <laughs> but This she... is Lisa Dore, everybody. So if you want to go to Tabitha's interview, you're finally yeah. here. She okay. she is really the real deal. We pray together mm. um, sometimes every morning, which is delightful. You know, we'll, we'll get together on the phone. But one of the things I see more often than not, and you hear this, but I see it. And that is... She's a Bible study teacher and she's written a book and she's written the book called, which yep. is a Bible study and a lot of her teaching and her testimonies and things like that inevitably. And and it's, I'm so blessed. I get to travel with her when mm-hmm. she's done retreats or different places she's asked to come and speak. Yeah. And I've, I've been in her Bible study teaching classes a couple times at our church. Inevitably, whatever she is teaching on, that week, that weekend, whatever, God takes her through it. God takes her through it, whether it's something that, you know, is going on in her home yeah. with her family. And she just, she just deals with it. Yeah. I mean, she deals with it. I never, I've never seen another side to her that I go, ooh, like that's mm. not in line with mm. what you you know, preach or teach or have written in your book. She is always right on. Um, goes right to God with it. She'll often say, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a self-talk. Like, you know that, like, it's probably not okay. What's the matter? <laughs> you know, but like, she's, that's what's coming out of her mm-hmm. mouth. And I know that in her heart, she's already surrendering mm-hmm. to whatever's in front of her that maybe isn't the way she wants it to be. But she's saying, you know what? God's got this. Um, he works all things together for our good. Yeah. He's going to work this out. It's going to be okay. Like all of that I know is processing in her mind and her heart as she's being shocked or disappointed and words are coming out of her mouth saying, it's okay. It's, okay. it's all right. It's yeah. okay. It's going to, it's okay. So she mentioned you when I asked her, who's the real deal. Mm. But when you think about Tabitha or you think about, you know, somebody that you think is the real deal, how does that influence you? That's a great question. And it helps me be me. Yeah. It helps me be real because yeah. she makes it comfortable. And I never feel like I have to be someone yeah. other than who I am. In fact, it's funny. We were just saying this again the other day, and we've said it before, that we really are so much alike, she and I. Yeah. And we both in our our paths and sometimes it'll infiltrate still where we can be people pleasers or that chameleon you know you hang with somebody and you end up like talking like them acting like them this kind of thing we are so much alike that we don't have to be anybody else (laughs) (laughs) like it's just fun because I get to be me she gets to be her we get to be together and yeah it is it's It's very freeing that's a great description yeah okay so let me ask you this one if Mm -hmm. you were to have a conversation, I don't always ask this, but if you were to have a conversation with anyone living or dead that you could pick, who would it be? Wow. Who would you want to talk to? 
That's amazing. Would it sound like really super spiritual if I said Jesus? I mean, honestly, he's my favorite. I would love and I look forward to that time when I sit face to face with him. And I do want to ask him what's up with the bugs. Like, why do we have to have bugs? I'm really not a fan. And I know there's the whole scientific somebody eats somebody else and, you know, that, you know, pollinating and all that goes with that. But yeah, the bugs question. And then I do have some other questions. I've always kind of wondered why this is kind of a little downer. Can I go a little? Yeah, it's a real deal. So I, I know he's sovereign and I love that. I know he his ways are higher than mine, and, and mm-hmm. I love that too. Like, I'm yeah. not going to understand him. I don't want a God I can fully understand, yeah, right? Because right. be he needs person. to be God yeah. to me, right? I love that he talks to us when we read the Bible. He's talking. We're, yeah. you know, hearing from him in that way. But the thing that I think more than anything that is upsetting to me that I don't understand is why sometimes a married couple like why they can't have a baby mm-hmm. and teenagers will get pregnant drug addicts will get pregnant mm-hmm. you know this kind of a thing and I I go in my mind knowing God's character I say okay this is how I can reconcile that in my thinking first of all he's put into place higher laws like like the the law of gravity, you know, if you're gonna yeah, yeah. stand on top of the building and throw jump yourself off. down, jump off or whatever, you're gonna hit the bottom, like whatever the bottom is. Yeah. So, law of gravity, or you know, this higher law I'm referring to, you put a man and a woman together, no matter what age, if they're able to yeah. conceive, they can that can happen. Right. So that's that higher law. So it doesn't matter if it's um, a teenager or a drug addict or in you know that kind of scenario. So you've got that going on. My favorite characteristic of God is that he's our redeemer. So mm-hmm. he redeems things. And so, you know, if you, you have a, a baby who's conceived in a not so great situation, he can redeem that. Oh, you know, he absolutely loves everyone. So I, so there's that component. And then, you know, the adoption thing. How many loving families who can't conceive, you know, they're married and Mm -hmm. they would be great parents. They can't conceive. They adopt. Maybe they would never consider adoption if they could have their own. So there's all those things that I've over the years kind of Mm -hmm. reconciled in my Mm -hmm. mind, but it still hurts my heart when I think of a family, a, a couple, you know, who is married, who would be wonderful, wonderful parents and they can't conceive. Like that, I just think is heartbreaking. And so I do, I want to ask him, like, why, like, why did you put that law in place? Or how does that happen? And, you know, I kind of think it's going to be one of those answers, again, just knowing his character, I think he's going to be very specific. And he's, he's, it's not going to be a generalized answer. It's going to be more like, well, Susie and Bobby, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. I had da 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 and then da 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 You know what I mean? I feel like he's going to be really yeah. specific. So a, a really an answer that satisfies you yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I'd good. love to talk to him. Did you want something like somebody no, other than no. Jesus? No, you would love to talk to Jesus. That's I would love to talk to him all the time anyway. I, I know what do. you're saying though. I, I totally do. do. And I love that he talks back by yeah. reading his word. And I love hearing his Holy Spirit's yeah. voice that I know... He will never contradict his word. Yeah. 
And I love getting to know him through experiences. And, you know, it may not be the specific words of scripture, but if it aligns with his character and it doesn't contradict his word, I just love that he, yeah. Right, yeah, right. That's good. Okay, so can we talk a little bit about uh, how we met and why we are like even able to do this today? And then also I want you to touch on your testimony, not like every little detail. However, <laughs> okay. I think we need to talk about every little okay. detail because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the book that you wrote and you're mm-hmm. author of Every Little Detail. Mm-hmm. And we've seen God do mm-hmm. so many amazing things, even mm-hmm. this time we've been spending together with yes. every little detail. Yeah. But tell us how you came to know him. Tell us how we met, whatever you want to say. Okay. Like, what All do right. you want to share? Yeah, I'd love that. I love that. My testimony is so much fun because uh, it's it. very radical. It's, it's, so it's radical. very out of the box, just totally but unconventional. It's yours. It is it's mine. Yours. And I it's love beautiful. that everybody has a story. Amen. We all have a story. We've all come from somewhere. We're all going somewhere. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everybody's testimony is the same because it's Jesus Christ crucified. Amen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about what he did for each one of us. Right. But so, so my varied and central point. I love yeah, it. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So central point and I get no. I guess central no, point would was, be the. They're all varied. We all. Like, yeah, yeah, not yeah. One story is alike, but yeah. the central point is Jesus Christ. That's just cool. yeah. And that's I was cool. I was going to answer the other way, like oh, so central point, no, but no, the varied is the part yeah, I so need to answer. Now. I, the varied is my story, so that's what it I need to tell you. It is a beautiful story. It's radical. Thank it's you. fun. Tell yeah. what you want about it, but okay. I have certain things I remember. <laughs> so if you don't tell, oh, part, tell I me. may say, how about this? Okay, okay. So the main highlights, okay, because I know. You know, we are going to condense this. So the main highlights are that when I was growing up, my family and I put our faith in the teachings of Christian science, of of Mary Baker Eddy. And she is the founder of Christian science. Okay. Now, Christian science is different than Scientology. A lot of people get that mixed up because Scientology is more well-known, kind of what the movie stars are into and that kind of thing. But Christian science, the main thing... If you've heard anything about it, you've heard that they don't go to doctors. So they don't take their kids to doctors. And there's been some, you know, things on the news and things yeah, about okay. that. One good thing about it, as far as my upbringing, was I, we went to church. We I was taught the Bible stories. And I always looked to the moon when I prayed. Because I knew of God, the Heavenly Father. Oh, interesting, okay? yeah. Um, one of the things about cults that are, are pretty significant is that they typically have a leader, like yeah. somebody else, and then a book that they add to the Bible. And so um, Christian science has that. And they don't acknowledge the Trinity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in Christian science, I knew of the Heavenly Father, the Creator. So I learned about creation and I loved the moon. And to me, the moon represented God because it was very big. Mm and very far away okay because with jesus they acknowledge that they would say that he's a good man a teacher a prophet that kind of thing but not the son of god not having a relationship and i never heard anything about the holy spirit like Mm. and how funny is this like (laughs) i thought the holy spirit was catholic because i would go to church with my um (laughs) with my aunt and uncle and i would hear about the holy ghost 
Oh, yeah. In the Catholic right. Church, right? So I just, that was the only place I ever heard about him. Okay, so fast forward, I'm living my life. Really, I was one of those uh, those children who had rose-colored glasses. Okay. Like, I could see everything, you know, like Pollyanna. Like, yeah, it yeah. was just, you know, I had a fun childhood. And when I was 17, my brother was 18. We were 13 months apart. He was in a motorcycle accident. And he never regained consciousness and he died. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Yeah. And so oh, that sorry. was, thank you. That was really what rocked my world. Like I, I'll yeah. say, you know, shattered my rose colored glasses, you know, and, and just, I felt like, you know, if I was going to be here on earth, then you know what, this I'm just going to just do all the stuff that's out there in the world to do. And it was really, it was not a good choice, but that's what I did. And so for 10 years, I just started messing up my life. And at the end of that 10-year period, and how beautiful is this? I had a girlfriend who prayed for me all those 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know, and even in between, you know, she'd say, she'd try and talk to me about God. And I'd say, I know God. I know him. Yeah. I know. You know, it was kind of more, I knew of him and I only knew part of him. Yeah. But, you know, there she was praying for me. So tying it together with the Christian science, not yeah. going to doctors. So God decided one day in August, August 5th, 1991, mm-hmm. that I would be stung by a whole swarm of bees. <laughs> Is that the part you remember? Well, yeah, Is that getting the start? Yes. Okay, okay. So I'm stung by a whole swarm of bees. And Where were you? I was living in Bowmansdale, Pennsylvania, okay, okay. in my own little apartment. Okay. And but you're obviously outside doing I'm something. Outside. Well, so a girlfriend was with me, and that's okay. key because I would have been yeah. left there to die. And God said, you know, He wasn't going to leave me there to die. Right. But the girlfriend who was with me had been an EMT. Okay. And she saw all the signs of anaphylactic shock. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I went unconscious. Yeah. Within eight minutes, she tells me. Oh my. Yep. So she called the ambulance and you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. Yeah. And so she... She wasn't stung at all. She wasn't stung at all. Oh, but you were together. We were together. Okay. I know. Yeah. God said, <laughs> you. <laughs> and so so the ambulances came. They gave me epinephrine, gave me oxygen and took me to the hospital. And I spent three days in there. And while I was in there, Rachel, oh I, I know... I will see I was unable to practice my faith you know what I mean there I am you know and so I'm in the hospital with all these questions mm. you know like first of all why didn't I die mm. you, you know what I mean mm-hmm. why didn't I die mm-hmm. if I was that mm-hmm. close to death mm-hmm. why didn't I die so mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I'm thinking you know maybe so there's a purpose yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. because I had gotten to the point in that lifestyle where you know I was just messing up my life yeah. and making all these wrong choices I would say what's the point like, I, like, really, mm. there was just no point to anything. And so I would often say that. So I'm in the hospital and I'm saying, wow, like, first of all, why didn't I die? Secondly, did medicine save me? Like, did oh, wow. I just yeah, have so medicine? And, mm-hmm. you know, and so then that question really questioned, like, everything else, the foundation. And I thought, I wonder if there's truth somewhere that's truth rock solid truth whether I believe it or not like because I've been believing this truth for all these years in this Christian science and now you know 
that just rocked my right, world. Right. So is there an, another yeah, truth? And whether I believe it or not, is there? Well, then I said, I have got to get my life right with God. Mm. And I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know how to do it. But you just knew. But I just knew. Rachel, we know. God yeah. puts that yeah. inside of us. And, you know, some of the things I were doing, you know, was doing were, it was pretty blatant that, you yeah. know, they just were wrong. And, Is that like you knew that in like your teaching or your... uh training about that or was it like you just knew this didn't feel right I think a little bit of both and and that's you know I was so steeped in the Christian science growing up that and they had you know very good morals and you know rules and you know things to follow and so I knew I was outside of that but I also you know I was I was dabbling in drugs I was abusing alcohol you know and and i was promiscuous i mean things that are just you know so you have this thought i gotta do something i'm still here yeah and i really think it was just that little bit of a whisper Mm. to god that night saying i've got to get my life right that he said hmm you know now's Mm. my chance and so Mm. honestly it was like pulling out the proverbial rug out from Mm. under me it took Mm. like four months where you know just no more yeah. of the drinking, yeah. no more of this, you know, and all this. And so I got to a place where I just felt at my lowest. Mm. And I ended up in my hometown of Nazareth with a also girlfriend. Pennsylvania. Also Pennsylvania. Okay. Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I should clarify that yeah, since you like to go to the... <laughs> Nazareth. Like... <laughs> exactly. Not where Jesus walked, you know, but yeah, in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. And I was with the girlfriend who had prayed for me for the... 10 wow. years and I just knew that her life was right something was right about it because when we were in high school we ran around and did okay. some crazy things together and um, even after high school for a little bit but she had gotten her life what seemed right to me mm. and so I didn't know how and all like that so we're sitting at her kitchen table in her we're sitting in her kitchen at her kitchen table and I'm telling her like all the things I've yeah. been doing wrong for these, yeah. you know, last 10 years and whatever. And I'm thinking I'm just catching up a girlfriend. Like right, I'm just right. telling her, Makes you know, sense. yeah. And so she's taking it as confession. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> she looks straight at me and she says, well, you know, you're a sinner. And, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, anybody else, first of all, she and I are really close. Yeah. And so... But honestly, that was really the truth. You know how the truth sets you free? Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. believed some of the phrases that they would say in Christian science. And one was, you're God's perfect child. They would always say, you're God's perfect child. And it was kind of like a mind altering kind of thing. And so God was too good. So he wouldn't look on your sin and everybody goes to heaven. There is no hell, like all this kind of stuff. So for her to look straight at me and say, you know, you're a sinner was really the truth truth kind of like that rock solid truth you know I was looking Mm. for and so I kind of just pondered that received what she said and then she did the craziest thing well it gets crazier after that but (laughs) the first crazy part she gets up from the table where we're sitting and she walks across the room in her kitchen and that's way back when the phones were on the wall remember the wall okay a big long cord you know whatever well she starts making a phone call and I'm thinking, now, who in the world could you possibly be called? Like, I have just poured out my guts to you. Like, I'm feeling, like, vulnerable and ugly and the whole thing, right? And she's making a phone call. So I hear her say, can you water baptize someone in a bathtub? Wow, I love it. Then I hear her say, 
can you come over? (laughs) I'm thinking, what? She hangs up the phone and she starts dragging me by the arm, okay, like through her house to another room. She says, we need to get a t-shirt and sweatpants on you. And she stops just very abruptly, turns and looks at me. And she rattles this next thing as fast as she could say it. She says, all right, we need to get a few things straight. She says, Do you believe that Jesus is the son of God and he died to set you free from your sin? Wow. Rachel, I was 28 years old and I had never heard Heard that. that. So before she could say anything else, I just, I answered, I said, I don't know. Am I supposed to? Wow. But before she answered, I said, I will. Wow. I knew she had something I wanted. Right. I knew it was good. Yeah. You know, and. So here's the key. So here's the, the, yeah, yeah. if you're saying, and she said, yes, you need to believe that that's, that's the truth. So we get in a t-shirt and sweatpants. Her (laughs) pastor comes over. They fill up the bathtub. I get in the bathtub. Her pastor prays over me. And I went down under that water. Rachel chokes me up every time because You'd have thought it was a lifetime and it was just an instant, but I came up out of that water. I know. Hallelujah. Clean, new, unashamed, not guilty. A new person. God tells us in his word, a new creation in Christ. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. experienced that in the craziness of a bathtub. And the old is gone. Behold, the new has come. Amen. Wow. And I had, yep, like, I have so the chills. Good. If you yeah. touch my leg right now, like those kind of, you don't have to. But I'm serious. <laughs> Maybe my arm. So I had this insatiable desire to read the word. And wow. when I read it, and I, I honestly felt like he was talking Amen. to yeah. me. And when I read what happens in baptism, yeah, when we identify with him in death and become alive with him in Christ, I was just like, oh my word. You yeah. know, it was just so amazing to me that that's what happened. And that happened oh, to me. So and good. So, yeah. Thankful for the bee. Thankful for the bee. That's why I love the bees. You see my house. I've got yeah, the bee yeah, blessed mugs. I have bees everywhere. Yeah, because I am. I'm thankful for the bee. God yeah. used the bees to draw me to himself. To, you know, just take the Christian science out of the picture. Yeah. And... For me to meet Jesus, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, as as his son who died on the cross. We made that exchange yeah. that day when yeah. I went down under that water, when I made that decision and then was immediately baptized. And then the Holy Spirit, yeah. who I can tell you is not just Catholic, <laughs> <laughs> came into me mm-hmm. and lives in me and just in such a powerful, yes. radical way. Yes. Yeah. Forever changed. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And Amen. the boldness. Yeah. The boldness is you will receive power when the when Holy, the Holy Spirit, Spirit comes, comes upon you. you. Yeah. And the boldness, well, actually the boldness of Lisa Dore is what drew me to you. Aww. You know, the boldness in prayer, That's the right. boldness, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And that would not be mm-hmm. without the Holy Spirit. Right. Right. It's all because about you're him. Because you're not a steamroller. That's not what I mean. But the boldness of your faith mm-hmm. is incredible. Thank you. You're amazing. Yeah. Oh, you are you, amazing. No, you are oh, really thank you. Amazing, and he has really done amazing work in you. Thank you. So yeah. you wrote your story down. I did, and that is the book. Right? That is Read the your book. Testimony. Yeah, I've read mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. 
it's every little detail because God is involved in all the details. And of course, I've left out a lot just for the sake of time with the podcast. But yeah, in the book, and even in the book, I left out some things, but I really felt led by the Lord when I was writing it, what I was supposed to yes. cover. And which of the every little exactly. details should I include in yeah. these details? Otherwise, you know. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like my husband says, Rachel, if you're telling a story about senior year, don't start before the grade. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> which you can usually tell if somebody is willing for every detail or whether they yeah. need you to cut to the exactly. chase. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's so it's, good. It's so, so that true. was years ago. Yeah, 28. Rachel, it is so exciting because yeah. this December, so I was water baptized and, you know, yeah. the Holy Spirit came into me December 4th. That's mm-hmm. 28 years. It's going to be 28 years. So wow. it's the same amount of time in this year, 2019, mm. that it was that I didn't walk with him. Yeah. I'm wow. so excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's been 28 years I'm walking with the Lord. And yeah. then there'll be a complete tipping point of more time with him than without him. I love- yeah, I know. I cannot wait like for that extra <laughs> yeah, year and then beyond. I know. Yeah. So good. I know. I'm so good. So excited. But you mentioned Never about... Never stop yeah. telling that story. Thank you. It is yeah. your story. Thank you. That is yours. And yeah. it is amazing. Thank you. That God of the universe, the God mm-hmm. who also made the moon, yeah. not the man on That's the moon, right. but the God that made the moon, hung the moon and yeah. loves you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and incredible. What I love about that correlation is you're absolutely right. God made the moon and I can still love the moon. Yeah. But, and, and in the bigness, you know, God is so much bigger mm-hmm. than the moon. But what I really love is that he is so close to yeah. me now. Not, a distant Not that God. distant God Amen. where I... You know, so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to The Real Deal. Okay, so tell us something else about you. Tell us about your family. Tell us about... Well, tell us what you want. But I'm actually wondering if you were to look back on what you thought your life might be like, maybe as a little girl, and where it is now, is does something surprise you? Does, did you learn something about yourself? Is something shocking to you? Are you still questioning something? Are you wondering? I, I don't know. Like, you're not old, but you've lived long <laughs> enough. Yeah. To What is there something that's maybe taught you about you? Something well, you're discovering? That is such an interesting question, and it's probably going to get answered so differently than you would expect because I'm sure most people have I'm gonna tell you because it's so so different I've never been one who looked beyond the now yeah so for me growing up I didn't have these ideas and goals I honestly didn't even know that people set goals or I was supposed to set a goal until I was in my 40s. And it was because I met one of my neighbors and she is such a goal-oriented person. And I love that about her, but I just didn't know. So I'm saying that to say that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I I don't feel my life is not a disappointment. My life is not an accomplishment. My life is just right where I'm supposed to be. I'm not really... A, a big dreamer. I'm still not really a goal setter. I mean, I certainly have a to-do list, yeah. but I always surrender that to the Lord. I'm kind of like, you know, God, what is it you want me to get done there today? What is go. it you want me to accomplish? And I do. I just, I live in the now. So, it, But it breeds such a beautiful contentment in yes, you too. 
Thank you. It's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Because your day has consisted of what God ordained and mm-hmm. what he orchestrated and what you cooperated with. Yeah. So there's not, I don't sense any like disappointment no. in you about life. Yeah, no. And I am so blessed. I do have a wonderful husband yeah. who has a great sense of humor. <laughs> he has a great sense of humor. <laughs> Which you are finding. He teases you. <laughs> yes, he does. loves you in it. It's yeah. precious. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you see it. <laughs> I bet it's not milk. <laughs> you want to tell the story? Tell you tell the story. So we came silly. home the other day, and I'm actually spending time here at Lisa's house. Loving it. Yeah. We came home the other day, and your husband Carl had asked for you to get milk or whatever. Yeah, earlier day, in the day when I was day. going out, bring home milk. Would you please bring home milk? And you had something. Well, you, you knew you weren't going to bring him milk, but you had something in your hands, like a, yeah. like a little... Um, not a brown paper bag, but like a little lunch uh-huh. sack thing. Yeah, and it was, was leftover soup from my lunch, <laughs> yeah. which is one of his favorite soups from one of his favorite restaurants. And I was so excited because I did not stop and get the milk, Rachel. I did not have milk with me, but I was trying to appease him. But I got you this soup. So and he's, got him, he's laying on his back under a tractor, um, tractor yeah. trying to do something with the lawnmower blades yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And you come up kind of shaking it, like offering your arm is extended, like, and you call him Hubbin. I do I call him Hubbin. You call him Hubbin. And you're like, Hubbin, I got you something. And he says like four words, that it's not milk. No, no, I know why. Because you started with... Carl, I didn't. But I didn't get you any milk. I didn't stop for milk didn't today, whatever. Milk. But Hubbin, I've got you something. You start walking toward the mower with it out of your hands, and he doesn't even really miss a beat. He goes, "Well, I bet it's not milk." <laughs> And you happen to just be walking by at that time, having just gotten home, and you heard that in the garage. Oh, it still makes me laugh because he he wasn't mean. No, it wasn't meant to be like what. Yeah. Get back in the car and go get my dog all milk. I mean, <laughs> but it was so funny. I know. And I also felt privileged to be the real yeah. deal. I yep. felt privileged to be witnessing a real moment. Yeah. That that people in Hollywood have to script for a show, so we think it's a live show. Yeah. But it's not. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was so sweet. <laughs> anyway, so what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, that you have a husband. Oh, yes, and he's wonderful yeah. and has a great sense and of humor. And you do kid oh, each other. Oh, we do. <laughs> Rachel, it was so funny. <laughs> the night that um, we were watching a movie. So yeah. the three of us were watching a movie, and I don't know what came over me, but I don't even remember the song. Yeah. Oh, but it yeah. was something oh, something yeah. about loving you or something. It was an older... Oh, you, yeah. I know. I'm trying to think of it. But you kind of were grooving. Your shoulders I'm teasing him. I'm singing this song. And then your comment was so funny. You're like, I think Michael and I need to go to marriage counseling or something. <laughs> like, based on the fun we were having. You guys were having so much fun. It was adorable. Oh, my goodness. It was like, I'm watching a movie, but there's a scene from the movie <laughs> taking place in the room. It was precious. Oh, my goodness. So, Wait, so that was that. I... Oh. Oh. I'm so in love with you. That's oh, what I, like, that's I knew my... You are so right. It? it is. Yeah. And you kind of had oh, your shoulders. I... <laughs> yeah. 
I'm so in love with you. Yeah, and it just and I was like rocking in front of him, and he's like, just like, oh, we're just down in front. Okay. <laughs> and then every time you went past him to go sit somewhere, down in front. It was, oh, you guys are so much fun. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I have yeah. so enjoyed my oh, time with you. I am so, I cannot leave out you my are. absolutely wonderful son, though, if you're asking me. Yes, tell about, me about your but, son. But I am so loving you it's here, too. Great. Great. And I am loving how much you are loving my son yeah, and blessing him. Ready. And he loves to get a hug at the end of the oh, night before he's going to bed. And so, yes, my wonderful son, Josh, um... It's just a delight. Yeah. In fact, I always say next to salvation, he mm. is my greatest gift. There you go. Truly. But Rachel, I am loving you being here. And you had asked earlier, and I talked right over it, how did we meet? Yeah. And how is it that you're, yeah. you're here? This good? This oh, is so good my that goodness. we met years ago. Yeah. Is it about five? I think it's about five I years. think it's about five. You came to my church mm-hmm. as the keynote speaker, retreat speaker yep and we were doing this crazy thing called glamping yeah it was the first we had done it because we had always gone to retreat centers yeah. and you know spend a weekend away somewhere right. typical and in, women's retreat yeah. right we yeah. had done before okay <clears throat> yeah but this time they decided to decorate tents <laughs> and like make them glamorous yeah oh, that's the glamping glamorous yeah. camping and people pulled in their rvs they people did pulled in their little campers yeah people actually did tent camping. yeah yeah yeah, and so you came, and you were our speaker. I remember I was in the back of the room. I was with um, a table full of my mm. closest girlfriends, and we were having a blast. And I remember I was just so drawn to you. Mm. Like, I thought, oh, my goodness, she is up there. She is a hoot. I'm thinking, <laughs> you are just a hoot. You're having me laugh. You're going deep in God. You're mm. showing um, uh videos of yeah. your your son he had just mm. gotten married michael oh, really okay he had just i'm, I'm yeah that makes is sense. that right yeah. with the timing with that work because mm-hmm. i remember seeing the 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 video and then you shared about grace mm. and you were so real and so authentic and yet i mean i think i would have been like in a heap like in a pile of like tears and in my own house and you were many many miles away because you would come here to Pennsylvania from Wisconsin you're up on stage and you're talking about the Lord and you're sharing these funny funny stories and like everything about you is amazing and you tell us about grace and I'm thinking well there's going to be a like a a a good side to this story Mm. right but you're in the throes of it at the time like you're telling us this is happening now the real deal and i just remember it was all i could do to not run up to that stage and wrap my arms around you and just start praying for you right then right then and there i just wanted to pray and the lord is so gracious he gave me that opportunity later in the night and that was the other thing that just like that is what really connect. I mean, the Holy Spirit connected us first, you know, yeah, in yeah, that, yeah. in that, and then when we had the opportunity to pray together, yeah. you know, that that really solidified it. But you were so precious because you were out and about with us. You were talking yeah. with all I my love friends. To meet people. people are amazing. I know, and I love that about you. You brought us back to your room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were in there, and we it crawled in the tent converted. and converted. Um, the bridal suite yeah. they converted it into yeah. this like hotel room. I mean, I had my own kitchenette. <laughs> yeah. I had my own bed. They brought in. A, they like, brought a bed in for you. Yeah, had a mirror for you mm-hmm. me to look in if I needed to get dressed. It was really quite lovely. Yeah, it was bigger than a hotel room would be. 
if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. And then they had a pup tent with lights and whatever. So I, I, I did. I asked you guys mm-hmm. to come in there if you wanted I to see my... I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So I think we prayed in there. A group of we, us prayed we in there did. for some mama heart things and yeah. some things that were weighing on our hearts. And there's nothing like mom's gathering. Oh, I believe I that it was mm-hmm. a beautiful time. Mm-hmm. But we're, we knew each other because there's something about the power of prayer and the holiness of talking to Almighty God. Mm-hmm. Not just like saying nice things about each other, mm-hmm. but like bringing something to God and mm-hmm. your powerful prayers. I was mm-hmm. like, I have got to know this woman. <laughs> oh, you're so and sweet. God yeah, connected it, us it, and kept yeah. us connected. Yeah. And then you came, was it one other time or two other times? I feel like I saw you two different yeah, a times, different times I think. when you would come to visit your mm-hmm. relatives yep. in Gettysburg. Yep. And yeah, and you came here the one time and I went there and yep. we... Do you remember going to the battlefield? Yes. We turned my little car into, into a war room. War room. Yeah, we yeah. prayed. And then and then remember children. we realized we're on the battle battlefield. Field. <laughs> we were doing yeah. battle. Yeah. yeah. We have authority. We have authority we in do. the name of Jesus and we were Amen. taking it and we yeah. just believe big and I believe things have been done in the heavenlies. Because of those um, because of those days, prayers. And because of I those believe prayers. it too. I really do. Yeah, and I believe I'm going to walk in the fruit of them. I yep. believe God's good. I mm-hmm. think Amen. that if you have a situation in your life that feels hopeless, it's does it's not rooted in God. It's rooted mm-hmm. in a lie because He's the God right. of all hope. Yeah. So it doesn't mean Amen. things aren't hard and that it wasn't hard and it isn't still hard. Mm-hmm. But God's on it and God's mm-hmm. good and God has a good outcome. I just Amen. believe that it's yeah, not like a too. Christian platitude. Mm-hmm. Like oh, say it sounds good to say. No, Mm-mm. I really believe I that He too. is for me. He's mm-hmm. not against me. Amen. And He puts us in these situations with other people. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't left alone. There was a Lisa door when mm-hmm. I needed. There was you know mm-hmm. people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly come around us if we're willing to see with eyes for what God's right. doing. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It really is amazing. That it way. is amazing. Yeah. I know. Aww. I'm so I'm so glad that we have this time. I know. Because me we've too. said we wanted more time together. <clears throat> yeah. We've said how could we get together sometime? I mean, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin are 13 hours apart in a car, but yeah. I get to be here and mm-hmm. we get to have face to face time yeah. for three weeks. It's mm-hmm. been fabulous. It is. But I just want you to tell me. What you want to tell me. If you want to tell me about the radio program that you're now doing, if you want to tell me about your plans possibly for the devotional to go out, or just, well, I'm wondering if there's anything else in your story that you want to let me know that has helped form who you are. Because when I say don't Mm -hmm. compare, don't compete, celebrate, Mm -hmm. or be the real Mm -hmm. deal, and really own the fact that uh, you're his masterpiece and that Mm. you don't want to be anybody else. I think it's important for me to ask you, like, what has shaped you Mm. to give you your purpose? Because you're, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say you're an amazing helper. Do you, you. do you realize Mm -hmm. that that's part of your Mm -hmm. giftings? Yeah. And how it's different than somebody who's only up front. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to celebrate that in you because God made you that way. Thank you. And how, how is some of that formed or how did you come in Mm -hmm. touch with more of you? I'm not asking yeah. exactly the best No, no, question. I get it. I get I'm it. typically a better podcast interviewer. But You're you know doing great. And I so get it. And you know, it's interesting. I think, I think the main thing that I love about me, that I love about my relationship with the Lord is that I grasp his love for me. Mm-hmm. Rachel, I live loved And so many people don't, and it breaks my heart. But, you know, 
I feel, and I don't just mean as an emotion, I am enveloped in his love. And I, and it's, and it's the God of the universe. I mean, I had a wonderful father. I had a wonderful dad. He is now home with Jesus. Praise, praise God. I mean, it was a struggle 13 days before God called him home was when he gave his life to Christ. And I I praise God that I will see my daddy again. And he was a great father here on earth where I felt loved by him too. I was his, you know, he'd call me sweetheart. I was daddy's little girl, all this kind of thing. And I know sometimes, you know, we can, you know, you'll, you'll hear if you've had a good relationship with your earthly father, then you can relate to God. But I'm here to tell you that all those years when I didn't know God personally through yeah. a relationship with Jesus Christ, I still always thought that God was other than. So it so much so that I never thought about him like my earthly dad. Got it. So I just have, you know, I just have always felt loved. I felt loved by my daddy and then loved by God, the God of the universe. And so I live loved. You do. I and you and do. there's just that that contentment, that feeling of, you know, and that is why I'm able to love others. I mean, scripture tells us that mm-hmm. we love because he first loved yeah. us, but I'm living that out. Yeah. You know, it's just natural for me to mm-hmm. love people mm-hmm. because he just so naturally loves me Mm -hmm. and so i really i really am so grateful to him for that and so specifically um he has been defining more of what my purpose is more of what um i'm to do in this season of my life i'm so blessed by my husband to support me to be able to do ministry and so in 2018 it was probably the busiest year of my life mm-hmm. um, speaking, whether I was, you know, sharing about my book or my, you know, testimony. I was with a, a group of girls. We called ourselves the Dash Girls. And, you know, we would go and we would speak about the personality tests and, you know, yeah, what yeah, our yeah. personalities were and things like that. And in that same, so I traveled a lot. It was a very, very busy year doing yeah. traveling things. But in that same year, I spent some of the most precious time alone with the Lord writing devotionals. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? I just thought of something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how it came about. Yeah. So I was going through the change of life and it was very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was losing my mind. Yeah. And I know people say that, oh, what did I do? I walked into this room and, you know, I forgot why I'm here. No, 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 no. The thing that was happening to me was I was forgetting words. I was forgetting sentences. They were getting all mixed up. And when I really, really knew something was wrong was when I did not remember the books of the Bible, like in order. You know, most people know their alphabet. We know our alphabet and I know the books of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And I would get awake in the night because that's part of the, you know, yeah. going through the menopause to the menopause thing that, you know, would happen. And I would lay there and I would think of the books of the Bible and I would get scared because I couldn't remember what came after Second Samuel. Yeah. I couldn't remember what. And, and I just thought, oh, my goodness, like I know this like the back of my hand. What is happening to me? And so I started to just really dive into the word and pick out scriptures where I could remember it. 
Like I wanted to know what is Genesis about? What mm. is Exodus? About? Like what's one thing in Genesis so I know? What's one thing in Exodus I, I know. know? Like that's really, I just needed, it was like. Anchors. Anchors. That's exactly what I was going to say. I needed those anchors. And so I did this project where God would give me a scripture. We did six days of in each book of the Bible, Genesis okay. through Revelation, okay. scripture, devotional, prayer, six days. And I went through the whole Bible. Wow. And it was amazing. It was just my time with the Lord. Yep. And every once in a while through the year, I would start to think, ooh, maybe I'll have this published. Ooh, maybe somebody else would like to read this. Ooh, maybe, you know, whatever. And I was sharing it on social media. Okay. I was yeah. I was posting, you know, um, putting things out putting there. Putting it out there, it. the scripture and a link to my sweet son made me a website oh, and awesome. he would work with me. And you know what? I would think if it was just for him. Yep. Because he was reading. I thought, this is great. Yep. I'm loving my time with the Lord. My son is doing this yep. with me. It's just a really fun project. So at the end of the year, when I finished the last devotion, I sensed in my spirit, the Holy Spirit say, will you give the project to me? Wow. And of course, my response was absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I knew that meant don't run out and get it edited. Don't yeah. run out and publish it. Don't decide self-publishing or write yeah. a proposal. Like it was just stop. Okay. And I remember just thinking, wow, Lord, we did this. Like all these yeah. different scriptures yeah. and like, wow, we picked out this one and this one. And that was just that. So anyway, fast forward and I won't tell you all the details of what led to, but um, I'm now sharing these devotions on a radio program. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. So I'm very new. It's very new. And so I'm I've got this little fifteen minute spot with my friend Robin. Yeah. And we go to the recording studio and record and then we listen to it on the radio. And it's got the little music to start it out and we had to pick a a name for it and it's just it's amazing. And what is it called? It's called Girlfriends in the Word. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And so God prepared you and now it's going yeah. out. It's going out and I'm I'm loving it. I would love That's to have amazing. it published. Yeah. And how funny is this? Of course the main reason would be for people to, you know, be blessed by it. Yeah. Like I, more than anything, I would love for somebody to come to know the Lord, get a deeper, yeah. closer walk with the Lord, have something, you know, that's purposeful yeah. in what yeah. we do, right? right? We don't just do things to do them. We want right. people to know God or be drawn to him. But the other thing, and this is just funny, it's great big. Like it's really, I've just copied yeah. the the pages and I'd love to have it smaller, yeah, you know, condensed so that it, smaller you, font, whatever yeah, it like whatever it. they would do, you yeah. know, when they oh, publish yeah. it and format it and do all oh, that. Yeah. So. So you're not lugging around yeah. this whole great big thing. Can so. I have a signed copy? Ooh, okay. yes, I you I want to be your may. first purchase. You are so sweet. I, I thought you meant of the one I have copied from. No, here, no, when but... it gets okay, because I believe it will. I believe Thank it will bless you. many. Um, Thank for you. sure on the radio for now, but yeah. also in print form. Like it doesn't have to take one form. Yeah. Somebody may want to actually read it. Somebody yeah. else would only like to listen to it on the radio. Somebody else would say, hey, so-and-so, tune in. I heard this. Or, yeah. Now you said it would also be on their website, right, for the radio station. Yes. So people can we listen. just got permission yeah. to be on their website. So, yeah, they'll be archived. You can listen to I them listen in to Wisconsin. It. It'll be in the show notes, but tell us how they would... 
They would yeah. go to the website and it's wpfgfm.org. Okay. So it's wpfgfm.org. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure you write that down so we can okay. put that in the show notes too Super. so people can look it up. Yeah, thank you. But just to march through something special about yeah. every book of the Bible. Yeah. Devotionally. Yeah. With Lisa Dore and Lisa Robin. Dorn. Robin, that's right. That's so good. Yeah. I just thank, can't thank you enough uh, for this time. Thank you. You're amazing. You're you are amazing. amazing. And I think that it's been a really special time to be able to be with you. And mm. I think that this is a friendship that will last. And Absolutely. Be ongoing. Like, Absolutely. we'll take it in whatever mm-hmm. we can get. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is the last we've seen oh, of each other. You know, sometimes I, I get to interview somebody, I don't yeah. see them again. Yeah, or yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'll get to see them again. Yeah. But No, I'd be my... too sad if I didn't see you. I And I know. <laughs> that probably my coming to Wisconsin is next on this. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to walk on your sidewalk. So. Yeah, bring, bring your parka. And then we'll do one of those little things that I do when I'm on yes, social yeah. media, but we'll do it together. Yeah. Did Thanks. you see that I did that one day when yes. I was walking? I'm like, yes. okay, I'm being my friend Rachel in a way. <laughs> I'm walking. But you do it so much better than I do because you can breathe think, and talk. Yeah, and I just, I just was. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, just I hope I wasn't too silly tonight. I'm sorry. Oh, I just feel like the Holy fabulous. Spirit is just the joy of the Lord. I've just, I'm so <laughs> excited that we are sitting in this room together. And I just love you so much, Rachel. I and I've had too. so much fun. It's been so good to have you. <laughs> I just feel so giggly. Yeah, it's so good. I think we should pass the joy of the Lord on to someone. Amen. So you want to just pray real quick? I would I'll love pray that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close. yeah. The joy Let's of the Lord. Do if you that. laugh through it, yeah, that's I might. Good. I might. That's okay. Good. Oh, Heavenly Father, we love you so much. And we do love joy and we love you. And thank you so much. I love Rachel and I I am known to like love everything. But it is so true because you have first loved me and you love all of us, God. You're you're wooing each one of us at all times, whether we feel it, whether we see you or not, you are always at work. You love everyone. You want none to perish. You want to know everyone intimately and and have them close to you, not far away. And so God, I know that you didn't just do what you did for me. You, you do in the different stories like we talked about for everyone, yeah. but God, you just, you do love everyone. And so I thank you for this opportunity. I pray right now that anyone who's listening to this, who's heard us be silly, who's heard my very <laughs> unconventional yeah. baptism mm. and conversion and even being stung by the bees and the funny silliness that my husband and I have had while Rachel's Mm -hmm. here and all of that, I pray that joy will rise up within whoever is listening. And there's just nothing like laughter. I just, I love to laugh and, and I know, you know, we can be silly, but why not? You know, I, it's just fun to laugh at ourselves and to, to know that things aren't perfect. They're not going to be perfect this side of heaven. And so just have fun, have fun. If it's worth doing, it's worth having fun doing Mm. it. And so, um, I just bless whoever's listening with joy today and, and thank you. 
Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for listening to us and loving us so much. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Let me bless you. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you so much for my friend Lisa. I thank you that you are so delighted mm-hmm. in her, God. Thank I you. thank you that you promise in your word that the sun is not going to harm her by day, nor the moon mm-hmm. <laughs> by night. <laughs> and Lord, you watch over every step mm-hmm. of her. So I just thank pray you. in the name of Jesus that you would continue to bless her, God. Mm-hmm. I pray thank for Jesus. every one of her heart's desires to come mm-hmm. completely under your sovereignty mm-hmm. and that you would fulfill them Lord and I, I bless her family I bless Carl I bless her son Josh Thank I bless Jesus. her grandchildren her great-grandchildren mm-hmm. her great-great-grandchildren you say that you bless to the thousandth generation those who love and mm-hmm. serve you and so I know you have blessings for Lisa Lord and I pray God that you would continue to lift her eyes to you and that she would be mm-hmm. obedient to every one of the things you want her to do. I thank you that thank she you. steps into what you call her to do because she knows who she is. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I pray that for our listeners and for the people that are listening to The Real Deal today. I, I just bless you and I pray mm-hmm. that you would know who you are because God made you and he doesn't make any junk and he didn't make you on accident. He has a purpose for you and he loves you completely. Mm-hmm. So whether you're in the car or whether mm-hmm. you're somewhere where you're listening on your own or with a group of people or at the gym it doesn't really matter he is encountering you and he Mm -hmm. loves you so much so i pray Mm -hmm. that you would know that you're his masterpiece and i just celebrate your significance and the Mm -hmm. genius of god in you because you're amazing and i thank you for what you're doing in people's lives lord i pray that you'd bless what you're doing i say yes and amen to everything that the holy spirit's doing in the lives of people in mm-hmm. jesus name in jesus name. amen amen, amen. bless you mm-hmm. thank bless you. you thank this has you been fabulous oh my goodness you're so stellar much fun. guest of mine <laughs> i love it <laughs> no you are stellar knock it out of the park <laughs> Woo-hoo! thank you're amazing. you you're thank amazing you. Thank, thank you sweetie you. you've been listening to the real deal with me rachel Inaway, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of god in them audio engineering by my husband Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.